We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's June 29th, it is 2023. We have five games to talk about here on the main slate, the night slate, 7 o'clock start time. Joined today by Alex Sante. Sante, right? Um, Alex, what's happening, my friend? It's Santi. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah that's good enough. Uh, I'm doing How are you well. doing? Doing well. I was just saying my voice is a little scratchy because we've had the bad air quality in Chicago, but... Uh powering through yeah um hanging out watching some baseball here on wednesday night what's up youtube hope everyone's having a fantastic wednesday night and um doing a best ball draft richie says yes best ball it's definitely that time of the year for me too i've been digging in i've been doing a lot of them um and i feel like my phone every 10 minutes tells me it's my pick again um (laughs) i do slow drafts i (laughs) I will I will enter like twenty five to fifty slow drafts at a time, and then just let them come up on my phone and have my rankings and stuff set, and and then I'll adjust stuff if I need to. But yeah, ready for this little five game slate. It's really interesting slate. We got course. Um, I mean, we have you know a little bit of potential weather. Um, pitching is iffy at best. I think is the best way to put it. Um, it'd be really interesting to see when we get done who we like and who we don't like as far as pitching on this slate. So um, some potential weather in course. So we'll have to kind of see, but we got a little bit of wind blowing out in Wrigley and um, we'll see how it all kind of plays out here on this five game slate. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Hit that notification button. Come join us. Hang out with us live. We're live right now. 
and you're not here if you're not listening live. <laughs> All right, <laughs> get, getting started here. We got San Francisco at Toronto. No total in this game. It sounds like it'll be Bassett for Toronto. And then everything I've read sounds like Stripling, but he might have an opener. Um, he did get reinstated on, on Sunday. He hasn't pitched in over a month. Um, so if it is an opener situation, I don't expect Stripling to go deep into this game anyway. Uh, any interest here in Ross Stripling? Well, even if the Giants want Ross Stripling to go deep, I don't think he's going to go deep in this game because he sucks. Um, and then, I, I mean, I saw Ryan or uh, I saw Ryan Walker on Fangraphs might be the opener. Um, and then FanDuel, who knows what FanDuel, they don't even know what they're doing. They put Alex Wood in there. But uh, no, I have no interest in Giants pitching. Yeah, I mean, even if it is Wood or Stripling or however they, you know, kind of do this, I don't really have a ton of interest here in the San Francisco pitching. Um, Bassett on the other side of this game. I mean, I feel like this is a broken record by now for me, yeah. but you know, he has been really good against right-handed hitters and he continues to struggle big time with left-handed hitters. He's 9,600. The giants can platoon six, seven lefties at Bassett here. So yeah. it, unless, unless they go with a very right-handed lineup for some weird reason, um, no interest, no interest for me in Bassett here. No interest for me in Bassett. The Giants just have too many lefties, uh, and we'll get to the bats on this, but there's no way a right-handed lineup comes out there. They're too yeah, platoon-conscious. I, I would be shocked. <laughs> um, as far as the Giants' bats, you know, you always worry about pinch hit risk, but, I mean, this is a great spot for Peterson, Conforto, um, Sobel, Wade, uh, I mean, Crawford, Patrick Bailey, a catcher who hits from both sides. Um yeah, I mean, I like the Giants stack. This is a ballpark upgrade for them going into Toronto. I think this is a good stack spot for them against Bassett, especially all these left-handed hitters. The ballpark upgrade is huge for me, especially when you got a guy like Jack Peterson. And whenever I have six guys that I want to stack in an order, I, the, the rule for me is just to play everyone and play up them often. Um, so I, I don't really think we need to dig like into the minutia of each and every hitter because once you have you know six guys – in a stack like why not stack the other two guys with them two or three guys with them yeah for sure i hear what you're saying um all right other side of this game toronto um i mean if it, if it's wood or stripling i mean it really looks like it's going to be like a bullpen type of game stripling is very hittable um low strikeouts gives up power to both sides of the plate has really struggled with like reverse splits this season uh what are your thoughts on the blue jays bets uh, Russ Stripling is giving up 2.78 homer per nine on a 12.8% barrel rate. Barrel rate. He's going to get smashed by everyone. Um, I mean, I, I hate to say it again, but yeah, I would just play everyone for Toronto because um, Russ Stripling can't keep the ball in the ballpark. I mean, this was a problem with him when he was bad, and then he was okay, and then he was good for a short time, and now he's just really, really bad, worse than ever. Yeah, I mean, struggling with the long ball, and that's what you – I mean, that's what you're looking for at the end of the day when it comes to stacking in DFS. You're looking for guys that struggle with the long ball. Um, so ton of interest in this game overall. Definitely a game stackable game. A um, lot of different ways to approach this game in, in general. So a lot of interest for me in this San Francisco and Toronto game. Moving on. I guess, well, I do uh, want to note that uh, Toronto isn't really striking out very much and Stripling isn't striking anyone out. So there's going to be a lot of contact and a high quality of contact. Oh, yeah. Got to love that high-quality contact. 
Milwaukee at New York facing the Mets. This game has an eight and a half total. The Mets are a 185 favorite. Scherzer and Hauser facing off against each other. I think by default, um, oh, I guess we'll start with Hauser. Any interest in Hauser here? I don't hate it because he's 6,900, right? Um, so when we go down this list and we go down the rabbit hole, there's really nothing much here. So the the Mets, though, they can put up a lot of runs and they don't strike out very much. They can also just hit a bunch of ground balls all game and get us just enough points, you know, 10, 12 points to get us by. So do I have interest in him? No, I don't want to do it, but we're going to have to hold our nose and do something here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, sorry. I just got completely thrown off uh, because Jonathan Scope entered the game as the pitcher in the Texas game. Um, sorry. But, yeah, I don't have a ton of interest. Um, I would be very happy with Josh Jung if he hits a home run off of Jonathan Scope right now. It'd be great. I need um, a Jung. I need a Duran. I need a yeah, Garcia. Everybody. And I need a Garver. Yeah, all so. these guys. Um, anyway, uh, back to Adrian Hauser. I don't have a ton of interest. Low strikeout team. I know it's a small slate. I hear what you're saying about getting us you know, 12 to 15 points. There's another guy in this range that I don't hate today. Um, I don't love really anything. we're on the same guy. Yeah, I don't love anything. Scherzer, by default, I mean, he's the best pitcher on the slate. Gets a great matchup here against Milwaukee. He's going to be uber popular. Uh, The only thing that potentially keeps his ownership down is because we do have um, cores. You know, we talked about that first game where there's some expensive bats. But, I mean, when you're looking at the slate overall, it's not even close, I don't think. I think Scherzer is by far the best pitcher on the slate. Um, Chris Bassett might be the second best pitcher on the slate, and we have no interest in him. Um, Taiwan Walker is going to be pitching in a wind Wrigley in a Wrigley wind game, and we're, we're probably going to have no interest in him. But like you said, by default, Max becomes about number one guy. So it's one of those slates where I'm perfectly okay with playing Max on all but like a couple teams, and like those teams just stacking Milwaukee. Um, mm-hmm. and if he gets rocked, I I have a little bit of hedge, but he there's a good chance that he's on every build I, I make outside of a couple hedge stacks against him uh, just because I know I'm going to play a ton of him because it's not even close. Like it's not even remotely no. close um, today. No. So yeah. Well, and we could spot. one off. I mean, we're getting into Milwaukee bats soon anyway, but I mean, we could one off against Scherzer. We could one off against Scherzer when he was great with guys like Giancarlo Stanton or Bryce Harper. Right. Um, now that he is, 
declining slightly, we can definitely toss some one offs against him. Any power bats. Yeah, I mean you I mean you can start us off here with Milwaukee. Which ones are would you be looking at here against Scherzer? Willie Adamas is a guy who I'm always looking at because he tends to be more affordable. Um Roddy Telez. Roddy Telez is uh good to go, right? Yeah, Roddy Telez um from the left side probably has the most power in there. William Contreras can be interesting. The problem is he struggles to get the ball off the ground very often. Uh, but when he does get under the ball, it can fly. Yeah, I mean, Adamus is always someone I, I like. Um, and Scherzer has reverse power, power splits, a lot more power to the right side. I think he has like a 240 ISO and like 100 ISO to lefties. So, you know, a little bit of reverse splits here, power. So, Adamus would be my favorite. I don't know. Um, maybe Contreras, but I don't love it. I, I mean, Adamus as a one-off would be what I'm looking at, if anything, here. As far as the, the Mets go, I have a lot of interest in the Mets today. Um, potentially a little a little bit flying under the radar. Um, they're not as expensive as some of these other stacks that we're going to look at on this slate. So, I mean, I think a Mets stack is very, very much in play today. It's very much in play, but uh, I'm cautious. And the reason why I have the mildest and mildest of interest in Hauser is his ground ball to fly ball ratio is immense. Um, it's, he has a very high contact rate, 80, it's about 86%. But dating back to last year, it's about 140 innings. He's got a 1.62 ground ball to fly ball ratio. And the Mets can, when they are bad, they hit the ball on the ground a lot. So it's it's one of those things where, of course, they can score a ton of runs. I think it's a great stack. Don't get me wrong. But there is risk in there if the ownership is high that I want to go low. Oh, yeah, I understand that for sure. I don't think they'll be – it's a five-game slate. We're going to see some ownership for sure. Um, I mean, just the the thought of getting this, like, secondary stack with, like, Bogelbach, um, Batty, McNeil. I, I know they all have kind of struggled this year, but Hauser a lot worse against left-handed hitters. So just kind of getting these cheaper lefties in here. I mean, Vogelbach, the power is somewhere. It's not in the lineup this year. Um, but you know, we know he has power. He's 2,400. Yeah. So if I'm trying to make Scherzer and a big stack work, and I'm looking at maybe the Mets as like a cheaper secondary stack, I think that's where I have the most interest in them. Um, on this slate, a guy I tend to leave off in my Mets sacks is Lindor. Um, he's great for cash games, but he doesn't have the bigger power that we're that we're seeing from other shortstops at cheaper prices. He has like completely believed in this launch angle stuff this year. I feel like, and he's had a little bit more home runs this year. We'll see if it continues. Um, but it's so it's still so early in the season. Houston at. St. Louis. Hey, speaking of Houston, Altuve just hit a, Houston. a three home run, three run home run. Um, that's gonna. We got a lot of um, Cardinals fans that hang out and chat. They're not gonna like that one. I like it because I want the Cardinals to keep hitting. Um, so this doesn't bother me. But um, have a have a pretty decent Cardinals stack going on Wednesday night. Houston at St. Louis. <laughs> All the rambling. It's over. <laughs> uh, nine total pick'em game. France Wainwright going up against each other. Any interest here in JP France? I'm concerned with JP France because I feel like he was supposed to be better. He was supposed to get some more strikeouts than like seven per nine, and I feel like his power prevention was supposed to be better than 1.52 homer per nine. But we've got 53 innings on the guy, and his xERA is at 4.39. The K per nine is around seven, and the walks are right around three. Like. 
there's nothing here saying that this is a major league pitcher right now. Yeah, the thing that I like about France is like how he can eat up some innings in this game. Um, he's been some, he's been reverse splits. If you look at like his pitch mix, um, you know, he uses a lot of like a change ball cutter fastball combination, and he's actually been really good against left handed hitters this year. He just he continues to struggle with righties. Well, I mean, the two best power bats in this lineup are probably Goldschmidt and Arnado. Um, but if he can neutralize, you know, four or five of these lefties that they're going to roll out there. And he can get a six with like four or five strikeouts and give up two or three runs. Like, give me 15 today. I will be so happy with my SP2 getting 15 today. <laughs> I don't even care <laughs> what the price is. Just give me 15 today. Um, he's in the he's in the mix for me today just because I think he can get 15 um, at, at the end of the day. So we'll see how it works out. But, I mean – it's not a ringing endorsement, but I don't really have a, a, an SP2 where I have a huge ringing endorsement for him. So um, Wainwright on the other side of this game just absolutely shellacked last time out against the Cubs. Seven earned runs, three yeah. innings, got just crushed in that game. He hasn't been great this year. His strikeout rates are around 11%. If we look at the last 30 days, it's closer to 18%. He's done a, a little bit better job here recently about limiting power. The Houston lineup is not as good as it has been in years past. Wainwright was the guy that I was going to talk about at 6,500. I don't love it, but again, I think he can go out and come up close to 15 if he pitches okay in this game. I want to close my eyes, and I don't want to watch the game. I just want to hope that he gets 15. Um, I like Houston bats in this game as well. I don't trust any SP2, but he's cheap at 6,500. And I mean, Shaheen and Coors is the other guy, and we'll talk about him in a minute. But I don't mind Wainwright if we're just going to full-on punt at 6,500. Uh, that was the other guy who I was thinking about, too. And I think this is completely subjective because the objective data says run away from Wainwright. But we have seen old Wainwright, bad Wainwright, kind of bad Wainwright, go seven innings and strike out five guys against anyone. Um, and if anyone can pull out seven innings under that – 8k price tag shoot under the 9k price tag it might be wainwright yeah i mean again i don't love it um <laughs> this game i listen it's just this is one of those five game slates where you're, if you're playing on fanduel everybody's playing scherzer if you're playing on DraftKings, no one feels good about their sp2 uh, i mean it's as i yeah. feel like it's as simple as that um so i don't feel like simple. we need to sugarcoat it Sock Houston bats. Um, I mean, Wainwright has struggled a little bit. Any interest in the Houston bats? Um, when you're telling me that someone's going to go against Houston with an 88 or 87, 87% contact rate, I want a lot of Astros because they find a way to take a high frequency of contact and turn it into high quality. Um, Altuve is on a big power surge right now. Um, Kyle Tucker has not been a great power bet, but, uh, we know what he can do. Um, so those are the two guys who I'm pretty much starting with. And then if I have to go down, you know, into the barrels into like even Maldonado, I'll do it. Just, just make a stack work. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a stack spot for me. Um, again, I don't love, I'll, I'll be rotating like my, my three entry max SP twos. I'll probably play Scherzer on all three and then kind of just rotate three different SP twos and, could definitely see myself playing Wainwright on the team and stacking Houston on another team. Um, 
same thing goes with like France. I could see playing him and Arenado um, got he left the game Wednesday night with back tightness, so he might not even be in this game. He might sit this game, so might be even a better matchup for France. But um, don't mind the Cardinals here; they're cheap. You know, I talked about it yesterday. They're very cheap. Yeah, just the the price. I mean, if we're if we're trying to get Wainwright and Dodgers or Max Scherzer and Dodgers, um, this is a secondary stack I think you can look at today. Well, there's also, I mean, we mentioned the righties. There's Paul DeJong. Um, I mean, he might get a bump up in the order if Arenado's out, but it doesn't matter with him. I mean, that guy, when he gets one served up and he gets under it, it can fly. Um, Goldschmidt, we know what Goldschmidt is. You know, he doesn't have the legs that he used to, but he's still a great power bat. He can still, he's still got a lot of doubles power, too. And when that order gets rolling, I mean, that order gets rolling. All right, moving on. We got Philadelphia at Chicago taking on the Cubbies. Nine and a half total in this game. Philly's a 125 favorite. Hendricks and Walker facing off. It looks like eight to 10 mile an hour winds blowing dead center um, in Wrigley. I'll see what Roth has to say. I'm not a weather person. Um, 81 or 82 degrees, one of the hotter games that we have on the slate. So, yeah, good hitting weather in Chicago is what it looks like here. Any interest in Tajon Walker at 8,800? I don't – I rarely have interest in him in neutral conditions. With the wind blowing out, I'm not touching him. Yeah, I want to see – again, I want to kind of see what we're going to be looking at weather-wise. Um, I feel like the Cubbies are are slumping a little bit here recently. You know, we're not getting a ton of production from the bottom half of this lineup. And Tajon Walker – as bad as he is, has not been pitching terribly here recently. He's gotten really no, lucky. He hasn't. Really lucky. Um, but I mean, if we can have another, I just need another lucky game. Just go out and throw another lucky game. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I don't care how you get there. You could have a 100 Babbitt. If you score 20 points from me, um, I will be super happy. I don't want to play Tajon Walker, but I might. Um, just more of, it's more of like, the Cubs lineup has been really, really struggling. Um, you know, you just look up and down this lineup, it's been struggling recently. So we'll see how it pans out. But I think Tajon Walker is okay, depending on weather. Um, Kyle Hendricks on the other side of this game. I don't, this is a guy I just don't want to play. He has no, like no strikeout ability whatsoever anymore. It's, it's no. just gone. He has a strikeout ability. What has come down are the home runs. Because he was given up about one and a half per nine. I think it was, was it last year? And now he's down to like 0.26 and his barrel rate's down to 7.3 where I can't trust Hendricks. Forget the wind, like throw the wind out the window, but just a point on Hendricks in general. He's giving up a lot of fly balls. And that's something that was never a problem for Kyle Hendricks. So if you ask me, what do I believe more, the 7.3 barrel rate or the 0.26 home run rate? I believe the 7.3% barrel rate. And I think that regression is going to come probably today with the wind blowing out. Yeah. And I mean, he's just trying to rely as much as he can on like a, the sinker um, and try to generate ground balls. It's just not there as much this year. So um, I, I don't like it. It wasn't there last year. You know, yeah. I mean, the, the fly balls started to go up last year. They did. Yeah. I think he ended the season like 28% last year. So 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, bats here for Philadelphia. Could they go lower own here just because they're kind of pricey? And we do, I mean, we're going to talk about the Dodgers. The Dodgers are in a dream spot. Chase Anderson stinks. Um, the Dodgers are in a ph- phenomenal spot. Could we potentially see the Phillies go a little lower owned and potentially be like the best pivot off the board of the Dodgers? I think so, especially in single entry because you can't pair them with the Dodgers. It's well, you very, can. You just well, you say, can. I'm not playing Scherzer. <laughs> Good can, luck with that. <laughs> you can play Wainwright Hauser. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, uh, <laughs> you can play Dodgers and Phillies. But oh, if you want to play Doesn't Max, that just sound terrible, like rolling off your tongue? <laughs> like, uh, makes me wonder what year it is. How many uh, kids do I have? <laughs> I think yeah. I have one kid in it. That, uh, um, but no, I mean, I, I love the Phillies. Anytime there's a really well win game, I'm all about it. Um, as I said, Kyle Hendricks is a flyball pitcher now. He's a flyball leaning pitcher right now. So that's it's everything looks good for the Phillies. I think it's a magical spot for them. I did not realize uh, we were talking about it pre-show, but I did not realize that Dane Dunning was still pitching. Um, we talked about him dominating, but I did not realize he was still pitching. He is one out away from a complete game shutout. And I hope I didn't just jinx him. Um, Cubs bats here. Any interest in the Cubs going up against Walker? Sure. I mean, one thing, the the lineup has not been as powerful as it should be when you have bats like Hap and Suzuki and Morrell gets in and out of there and Wisdom gets in and out of there. and Swanson, I mean, these are powerful bats that should be hitting a lot of home runs and that Walker can get a lot of ground balls. I think I'm talking myself into Taiwan Walker for like eighty eight hundred. Get lucky, baby. (laughs) Get lucky. Um, He is getting ground balls. So, you know. If they don't get the ball up in the air, the Wrigley win doesn't matter. Listen, I just need him to get lucky one more time. <laughs> I'm not for by any means. I don't want anyone to, you know, at me, tweet me, DM me. I am not sitting here saying I think Tajon Walker is a good pitcher. Um, I feel like he's gotten very lucky and I need him to do it one more time. We'll see. Um, one more time. Just one more time. And the Cubs bats have helped. If I'm playing Cubs, it'd be Morell, Hap, Touchman. Bellinger has been awful, awful. Um, since coming back. So, and Suzuki's banged up right now. So, like, if Suzuki is out of the lineup again, that takes another one of their like low strikeout hitters out of the lineup. Like, I mean, I might talk myself into more Walker here, but you know, if you're if you're playing. If you're playing Walker Scherzer, it's expensive, but I mean, just give me two punt bats. If I can get the production from my pitching, I feel like um, it might work out. So, I mean, just clicking around Phillies Cardinals with Max and Walker is not impossible. There you go. All right. We finish it out in cores, some potential weather. We'll see what Roth has to say. 12 and a half, 12 and a half total. Shaheen and Chase Anderson facing off against each other. What are your thoughts here on Emmett Shaheen? Uh, this kid threw like 15 strikeouts per nine innings in the ma- in the minors. 
Um, I think he also threw like four walks. Um, the guy's got a great fastball. It's a 60 grade fastball. And then this guy's got like a 60 grade changeup. So his pitch mix could work in Coors Field. I mean, no one, no one really works well in Coors Field, but it could translate. I mean, 60, 60 grade changeup. You know more about this than I do. Like I have, I'm 40 years old and uh, I've been peeing standing up for a really long time. If my wife were to grade how I am at peeing standing up, she'd probably give me like a 50 or a 60, <laughs> you know, a 60 grade change up is huge. Yeah. I mean, grading systems are so tough and I mean, you're, you're really relying on, you're really relying on like scouts, but I mean, to just, give you all an idea he's only used his change up 10 percent of the time so far um he's really in his first two starts against san francisco and houston he's really just kind of pounded the zone with his uh fastball you know he's thrown it 65 percent of the time through his first two starts so far this season so um as much as i i want to say hey that change up grade is fantastic he just hasn't he hasn't really used it um he's yet to miss the bat with a swinging strike with it so he has a zero percent whiff rate with it um, I did just jinx Dane Dunning. Are you kidding me? Um, oh, much. But Gary <laughs> yeah, Carpenter. So hey, listen, I'm okay with too. who hit the home run, though. I have a one-off Gary Carpenter team out there today, so that doesn't okay. hurt my feelings. Um, but back to back to Shaheen. So, like, his big strikeout pitch so far has been his slider. Um, so that's not going to be affected as much in course cores with the elevation will generate less downward movement um so sinkers um change ups stuff like that cutters they're gonna get affected more than a slider and a fastball so um okay. i don't hate shaheen in this spot i like as of right now like what i'm thinking uh, just to give everybody an idea scherzer on all three walker on one shaheen on one and maybe Wainwright on one, or it'd be I'm, Wainwright or Fance. It'd be one of those two guys um, from that game, I think. Unless I go to Shaheen, and I might do that just because I do think the Rockies lineup is not good. Um, it's cores, and I it's 12 and a half is such a scary number. Um, this young kid has talent. He's a big prospect. We've talked about him a couple times already. Um, I've went into detail on why I think he's a big prospect, but so far, so good. Fly ball rate is super scary, especially in this ballpark. Um, that's my only concern. And Colorado strikes out a lot. There's a big strikeout pitcher against a team that strikes out a lot. Yeah, we might finally see like his strikeout upside in this game. If this game was in LA, he'd be my favorite pitcher on the slate, not named Max Scherzer, for what it's worth. Without so, a doubt. All right. Um, we're not playing Chase Anderson. I could build 500 teams, and I still wouldn't play Chase Anderson on this five-game slate. No. Uh, if it were a two-game slate, I would not play Chase Anderson. <laughs> Three home runs, nine earned runs, ten hits last time out against the Angels. That's when the Angels won 25-1. to one. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if this is the last time we see Chase Anderson start. Um, Ever. Dodgers, great spot. Fantastic spot. Everybody that cracks the lineup's in play. Um, I mean, highlighting some of the cheaper bats to look for in the lineup. Peralta, Hayward, Muncy is expensive. Outman, um, any of these cheap guys, any of these cheap guys crack the lineup. Um, Michael Bush did get option to AAA the other day, so he, he we'd lose like the potential twenty five hundred dollar Michael Bush. But hoping, hoping that Vargas, um, Vargas Peralta, Outman, Hayward crack the lineup, and we get a few of these three K guys and 
just build out, you know, two or three of these big expensive bets. James Altman, especially because James Altman has a lot of power and uh, Chase Anderson gives up a lot of power. And I was, I was telling Al may a couple of this. I said, maybe we should be a little careful not stacking too hard against Chase Anderson because He's not a fly ball pitcher anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's just still <laughs> terrible because when they get under the ball, it just flies out of the ballpark. Yeah, he's just he's just so bad. So so bad. Um, is there any Rockies bats that you like here? Um, Ryan McMahon is if I'm not playing Sheehan, like if I'm kind of thinking the same way as you are with uh playing one one Sheehan, one Wainwright, and maybe one Walker. And I'm a three entry player myself. So I could see myself if I land on a one off where I need a third baseman or a second baseman on FanDuel playing Ryan McMahon. Nolan Jones has huge power. I mean, hey, if this guy messes up a pitch, uh, you know, a changeup doesn't go anywhere and just it's a flat 84 mile an hour dud, Nolan Jones can knock it out of any park. Yeah, I mean, especially because like Nolan Jones, uh, Ryan McMahon, these guys at the ground ball rates that, you know, you don't love Diaz at catcher. This guy has been giving up a ton of fly balls um, in his two starts. So, I mean, obviously you're adding in the fact that it's cores. You're adding in a little bit of power here. Um, but yeah, I mean, 19 fly balls compared to eight ground balls in his first two starts. So now he's outside of Dodger Stadium. He's in cores. This could be the stack to win you the slate. Um, this is a pitcher that could get some ownership. He should. Uh, he should. He has the talent. There's not a lot of talent on the slate in general. Um, so this is a stack that could win you the turn, like win you tournaments today. Nolan Jones would be my favorite. Love that call. Ryan McMahon would be my second favorite. And really like CJ Crone, righty, righty, Gritchick, righty, bad. righty, like all those guys, um, love the power bats here that, you know, can get the ball up in the air because that's where he struggled. All right. Morning grind game. And then we are going to get out of here. I got to go do some NASCAR work under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. <laughs> who do, you, who oh. do you got today? Uh, I'm just going to go with Wainwright. All right. I'm going to go Shaheen over 8K to score under 15. There's four guys. Who do you got? Um, we'll Bassett. Dude, Bassett's going to get ownership today. That is one thing I'm super excited about on the slate. I'm really um, excited. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get there, but yeah, I'm yeah. pretty excited. I'm going to go France. It's a good call. Over 4,000 to hit a home run, not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Bryce Harper. Oh, I like that. I, I do like that one. Um, I'm going to go Pete Alonso against Hauser. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today, not in cores? I forgot this is not in course. Um, yeah. I kind of like the Edmund Sosa. Who's the Sosa guy on the uh, Felix? Yeah. He crossed the lineup. I like him. I'm going to go way off the board today and go um, Brett Batty from the Mets at 2,900. That's a good Stack call. to score six or more. Who do you got? Giants. Oh, I like that. I do. Um Give me the Phillies. I love the spot for the Phillies. Um, so, yeah, on the Phillies today. And Domingo Herman. I hope everyone did not listen to me yesterday. He is dominating, and I was wrong. Um, Alex, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no. Uh, Jordan is a goat. See you, Dean. There you go. 
Hope everyone has a fantastic Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then. Thank you, Stevie.